Hi there, and welcome back to Balanced Wisdom Podcast. This podcast is all about using the mind to heal, mindfulness and meditation. And I'm your host, Cindy Owen. So last week, we, uh, well, not we, I talked about neuroplasticity and the, the actual scientific magic that shows that we can change our brain by just by changing our thoughts and, and what we plant in, in our mind. And so this week, I want to take the science out of it once again and put it into a different dimension. The science is very cool. However, for me, it takes a little bit away of the wonder of it all, that there's something bigger than me. And when I first started studying, neuroplasticity wasn't even on the radar. I just knew that this worked and it was beautiful. And we always use the analogy of seeds. So this is what I wanted to talk about today. Um, Buddhist wisdom shows that with awareness and meditation, we can reshape the mind and create new attitudes and beliefs. And we can do this by creating the mindset that nurtures all the great, all the great stuff that we want to share with family, friends, and ourselves. And now science proves it. The Eastern religions and philosophies have been saying this for years, that we do have control over our brain. And with practice, we can live a more peaceful, generous, successful life. And now we have the proof. So I want to bring it back to mindfulness, which is not new. However, it's being recognized now because the science does back it. And as Westerners, we tend to be suspicious. We believe only when science proves it. And now that it does, we can look at it in a different way. And this is where I'm going to go outside of the box of the science. During this podcast, if something doesn't resonate with you at first, or you think it's hogwash, or it's just not your cup of tea, don't throw it out. Put it on the shelf. It may come in handy later. And often our major aha moments are from concepts that we learned before, that we'd heard before, and we're just not ready to accept. So using the analogy of seeds instead of science makes it easier for me. We can look at the mind as a garden, and every piece of information from the outside world is planted in our mind, seeds. And these seeds create the garden of our mind. It can be beautiful and full of color and vibrancy, or dark and full of insidious weeds. We plant the seeds that are our thoughts. Now our garden is created over time, and we're born as blank slates. The seeds that are planted as soon as we start interacting with the world, so basically at birth. And then you didn't have control over the seeds that got planted. These seeds were planted outside of your control, and they came from the influences around you. So from your parents, siblings, teachers, peers, media, and some of these seeds and influences were very strong and positive, and they've served you well. However, some were dark and negative, and we believe them 
because that is what others believed around us. Right? We didn't have anything to compare it to. And this is especially true if you were born into an abusive or a negative environment. And our influences had their own seeds planted and they were just trying to do the best they could with what they knew. However, as adults, we can examine the seeds that were once planted by others and the seeds we are now planting. We can examine them and see if they're working. Are they making us happy, kind, successful beings? If we've been nurturing bad seeds, bad thoughts and beliefs, we can examine their roots and find out how to gradually pull them out. And now that we're aware, we can also control how we take care of them, whether they flourish or wilt. And you can plant your own seeds, seeds you choose knowing the outcome you will get. You can stop planting weeds and start planting roses. The seeds you plant and nurture will affect your garden. The seeds other plant and you nurture will affect your garden. You can't plant a weed and get a rose. You have to plant a rose and nurture it and it will turn into a rose. And it will push out the other weeds that are trying to surround its space. And like any garden, we can transform it with the right seeds, the right nutrients and nurturing. But first we have to get to know it. First, we have to take a look at the weeds that have grown because we haven't been paying attention. We've been on automatic pilot reinforcing old and negative seeds and thoughts that have been planted by someone else in our past or present. Or we picked them up along the way and adopted them as our own. And we have to look, the weeds are strong and many of them are deeply planted by the continual attention that we've paid to them. And we need to take a look at the soil that's become hard and rigid and fixed and habituated from years of neglect. Look at the rocks that have sifted to the top that, have, that represent the emotional blocks. And we can begin to process by pulling out the weeds that are the old thoughts that slip by our awareness. The ones that we've been getting caught up in for years and nurturing and we can also start removing the rocks by feeling the emotions associated with those weeds and bringing a kindness to them. And this takes awareness and consciousness, which is mindfulness. So now we've pulled away the past and we've tenderized and broken down the rigidity of the soil with kindness. Now it's time to plant a new garden. And if this is a struggle for you, know that you're not alone. It can be very painful looking at the past seeds that have been planted by others and yourself. And I would encourage you to seek the help of a good therapist if it's needed. So now you've prepped the soil and cleared the garden. And we plant our new seeds with awareness. We're not talking about scattering seeds all over the place just a handful not knowing what they are and hoping that some of them eventually come up. What we're talking about instead is cultivating the garden of our choice and we choose our seeds consciously. We choose when to till the soil, when to plant, what to plant, 
how each of the items planted will work in harmony with the others, how much water and food to mix in, and so forth. Planning and preparation are essential to the success of the endeavor. This requires our daily mindful attention. And at first, it needs to be a full-time job. So much neglect has created the weeds, and there's a lot of work required to dig them up and then plant new seeds. These seeds need a lot of attention, a lot of loving care. Eventually, they start to grow on their own, and they won't require the intensity to maintain, but they always will require some attention. Or just like a garden, the weeds will poke up through and start to take over again. And the law of the mind is such that exactly what we plant in our mind is precisely what we shall reap. Here, it's essential to be specific because the subconscious, that deep soil, has no choice but to obey the thought seeds that we give it. We have the choice to cultivate or ignore the garden of our mind. Either way, we can expect the harvest to reflect our efforts in that direction. And the Buddha said, all that we are is the result of what we have thought. The mind is everything, what we think we become, what we plant we sow. I added the last bit in. So surefire weed food is worrying about what other people think taking things personally, stressing out about situations that are not that important or are totally out of our control. And I used to find myself doing this a lot. I would go over conversations I had with people in the past and have these drawn out imaginary conversations of how I would say this and they would say this and then I would come back with this and how I would show my superiority or how I would get them or how I would get even or how I would prove that I was worthy. And this was with absolutely no outcome. It just took me down the rabbit hole and I was reinforcing those weeds. Now I catch myself and I'm able to not nurture those weeds. And I've seen firsthand how dangerous it is to let the weeds snarl and take over. And complaining's another dangerous weed. It doesn't make things any better, and it drains the complainer and everyone else around them. So we can all use the garden metaphor to bring awareness to what helps our own mind grow and flourish, rather than creating a dark, tangled mess. And this is where we can ask ourselves daily, What seeds am I planting right now? What seeds do I want to plant? What seeds do I want to nurture? And this is also where meditation comes in. Waking up and seeing what is truly here without blame or judgment. And asking ourselves, what's on our list of fertilizer and weed killers? And how does our garden grow? So I've attached a meditation on seeds that I hope you enjoy. It's a little over 10 minutes and it gives this visualization of the garden and it's a way to start really noticing and nurturing what we put in our mind so please stay around and listen and please also like and share this and leave a review i'd love to spotlight you on one of my podcasts so namaste and enjoy the following meditation
This meditation is on planting seeds in the mind. Once again, getting into a comfortable position, either lying down or sitting, your choice. Be sure that your back is straight to allow energy to flow and your face is soft and shoulders relaxed as best you can. If you're lying on your back, you may want to place a cushion under your knees to protect the small of your back. Just spending the next moment to get comfortable. And now spending the next few moments to focus on your breath. Taking a deep breath in and noticing where you feel it most in your body. Perhaps the air in your nostrils, the expansion of your chest or belly. And then exhaling slowly. Breathing in, breathing out. Allowing your body to just be with the breath. Letting go of trying to control it or judging it. It knows what to do. Your job is simply to allow your body to breathe. And now imagine yourself walking along a path and coming to a garden. Taking a minute to notice this garden. Noticing the colors. The smells. Is there a sense of pleasure? Repulsion? Noticing what comes up when you look at this garden. Noticing what's growing. Are there more flowers than weeds? Or more weeds than flowers? And noticing the condition of the flowers. Noticing the condition of the soil. Is it moist and fresh? Or is it dry? Are there rocks there? Simply noticing. And now imagine a daisy in that garden. It's faded and wilting. Can you see it? The soil around it is hard. And there's a stone at the root crushing on the leaves. There's a weed right beside it that blocks the sun. 
and noticing you feel a warmth for the daisy, a sense of compassion for its surrounding, the neglect it has experienced. And with a gentle touch, you remove the stone that's crushing its leaf. You softly loosen the soil around the root area and pour water on it, giving it a richer, deeper color. You remove the weed that is blocking the sun and watch as it slowly turns towards the sun and soaks it in. And now visualize yourself tending to the rest of the garden, gently, with kindness and patience. You return to the garden every day and nurture it. And each day you notice slight improvements, more vivid color, richer scents, fewer weeds. And now imagine this garden being your thoughts. and noticing the weeds in the garden of your mind and what they represent. And if you can label them, perhaps doubt, fear, failure. And with a gentle pull, bring those weeds out of the ground. And there are many flowers in this garden of your mind, yet they're harder to find due to the neglect. Yet they're there, poking through. Label these. Hope, kindness, wisdom, success, joy, and contentment. and tending to these thoughts with the same kindness you tended the flowers, bringing light to them, nurturing them, having patience. And every once in a while, you notice a weed coming up again and trying to break through. And you call upon the wisdom you created in your garden mind and with kindness you pull it out imagine several weeks into the future and you're standing at your garden and you're in awe of the resiliency of the flowers 
with the patience and the kindness you showed, they're thriving. Their colors are bright. They stand tall, knowing they belong. And they deserve a place in the garden just as any other flower deserves a place. And spending the next few minutes enjoying the garden that is your mind and your precious being. Knowing that at any time it's within you to wake up and notice what you've planted in your mind. Being aware of the choice you have on how you tend to the thoughts, the garden of your mind. There will be days that are dark and rainy and allow for these days as they bring the precious rain that feeds the garden. It may be gray and it's necessary. It's all part of the cycle of the earth and life. And there will be days when your thoughts are gray. This could be a time of grief, confusion, overwhelm, and allow for them. Let the grayness slow you down and give you the time to nourish yourself for the sunny days that come. Knowing that sunny days will come with attention and nourishment of the garden of our mind. And when you're ready, at the sound of the bell, open your eyes and come back to the room. Namaste.